You are listening to Present Truth Ministries Radio, telling the world that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Welcome to PTM Radio. I'm your host, Brother Jason DeMars. This is a ministry of Present Truth Ministries, and you can find us on the web at ptmradio.com. I'm excited today. We have Brother Dan Fair with us. And Brother Dan, welcome, and introduce yourself to us. God bless you, Brother Jason. Appreciate talking to you today and sharing with you what uh, God is doing in Mongolia here in the Mm -hmm. last days. Mm -hmm. Uh, My name is Daniel Fair. I live here in Manitoba, Canada. I'm married for uh, 35 years, and I got uh, five children, and we pastor a church up here and do some missionary work and share the word of the Lord wherever God opens the door. Wonderful. So where are you located there? uh, Of course, I know where you're located, but uh, our listeners don't know where you're located, so give us some uh, geographical markers up there. Yeah, Manitoba is the very center of Canada. It's uh, right on top of uh, Minnesota, North Dakota border. We're only about an hour from the U.S. border. We're right in the very uh, center here of North America. Uh-huh. How about how far are you from Winnipeg there? We're about an hour south of Winnipeg, Manitoba, and probably about 500 miles north of uh, Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota. Yeah, and I, I was up there to visit them. Was it uh, in in March, brother? Yeah, I believe it was March or early April, and we had a wonderful time and enjoyed the 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 saints there and the fellowship that we had. So, tell me how you got involved and and came to the end time message. Well, it was uh, quite a few uh, years ago. My father uh, found a little track uh, uh, somewhere about. Uh, uh, the prophet of God in the last days, and he wrote to the Bible school to get their opinion, mm. and they wrote back some things that were not very nice, and he thought he would check it out for himself, and the more he checked it out, the more he believed that God was fulfilling scriptures in the last days, mm. and uh, so that's how we started right here in Manitoba. Wow, a little tract started it all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Amen, amen. How many times we hear that, that the Lord worked through a tract or or a booklet, or, or something little like that, something we think little, and God takes and uses that to find his predestinated seed. So marvelous. Yeah, it's like the little girl that was waving her flag uh, at the parade. You know, it, it said, uh, she said she saw the king, but the king didn't see her. <laughs> and uh, But God says, you know, God sees every little thing that you do. And sometimes the things that we think are insignificant, God can turn around and use those things for, for great things. Yeah, that's right. Amen. Yeah. And it's just to be to be use, useful to him, to be used by him, to hear his voice, and to be in a position where we can can, can be used by him. That's where we want to be on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah that, is the, that is the truth. You know, we want to be like Samuel, I believe it was. He just say, here am I, Lord. You know, whatever, whatever I have is yours. And uh, I believe God can do great things with whatever we can surrender to him. Yeah, amen. Amen. People look from the outside sometimes and see ministers and missionaries and so forth and say, oh, he's, he's a great servant of God. And somebody said that to me yesterday that 
we're working with in the Middle East? And I said, no, I'm, I'm just a small servant. <laughs> I, I promise you, if you knew everything about me and the ins and outs of me, <laughs> yeah. you certainly wouldn't say such a thing. Uh, it isn't that any of us are, are great big servants of God. It's just simply that we're vessels. That's the only thing yeah. that we can be. That's the only thing that we want to be. We're actually nothing, but he takes and uses us for his glory. We have nothing great to offer, really, in ourselves. Yeah, and that's why Brother Branham said Abraham was just, just an ordinary man, you know. Yeah. He, he looked at the same sun that you and I looked at, and, mm-hmm. and that yet God chose them, and, and God called them, and ordained them, and one has to plant, and one has to water, and each one of us has a different job to do, but, you know, God is the, gets the increase. Yeah, and it's a great big God that we serve. That's the thing. Is He has a huge purpose in this earth and in this world, and we, we understand that he uses men to accomplish it, but those men shouldn't be in a place where they th- begin to think that they're great and yeah. important men because God can use anyone. Absolutely. We thank the Lord. So how did you get a burden for Mongolia? Well, it happened just a couple of years ago. I was good friends with our brother Lukram from Nepal. Okay. And uh, he sent me an email uh, one time and he said, uh, I just got back from Mongolia and uh, I'm going there again in a month or two. There's some people that have been interested. And, uh, you know, he said it's a it's a country that uh, has never heard this message before. Mm-hmm. There is no tapes. There is no books. There is no CD. There's no pastors. There's no churches. And, you know, it's stuck between uh, China and Russia. And uh, he was planning to uh, visit that country. He had a burden on his heart. And I says, OK, good. We'll uh, we'll join you. So uh, we made our first trip uh, in, into there uh, just a couple of years ago here and uh, we've been there now four times. Oh, wonderful. So yeah. so you've taken four trips. Uh, talk to me a little bit about you know that, that first trip you took. Uh, what did the Lord do to begin to open some doors? What, how did that work out? Well, when Brother Lucrum was there the first time, he had knocked on a church door and, and they had, they'd opened the door and let him speak and the translator uh, couldn't uh, take the last service or two so there was an older gentleman from the congregation that volunteered to help out mm-hmm. and uh, we started sharing the gospel with him and he really was interested and so when we arrived at the airport we had a uh, two big suitcases. One was our, our clothes and things and one was all full of tapes and book and CDs. We had a complete Russian tape library, the Chinese tape library, mm-hmm. the Korean tape library. And oh. and uh, when we showed up there, the lady said, ah, you know what? I had a dream uh, a while back about a big man arriving in Mongolia with two big boxes. And when she saw me carrying these two big suitcases, she says, you're, you're, what, you're, you're the fulfillment of that dream. And oh, this, this man was going to bring something good to Mongolia. So... So oh that's my. how it was when we landed, and the Lord just has been doing wonderful things ever since. Praise the Lord. That's yeah. wonderful. So, you know, they had no translations. They had no translator working. So kind of walk me through this process of how some of the pieces began to fall in place. Well, in 1990, when uh, the Soviet Union collapsed, um, you know, 
uh, Mongolia was under the control of China for 200 years up to 1920. And then Russia helped Mongolia to kind of get the Chinese dominion out of them. And so for 70 years, Mongolia was under Russian dominion and control till okay. around 1990. And they uh, they had killed all, there was no Christians. They, they I was told there was 12 Christians in all of Mongolia. So... Uh, They've only had a Bible in, in, in about 2000, just after that, they, they've got, they translated the Bible into Mongolian. So it's just been a few years since they've even had a Bible. You know, we've had the, the burden to, to share the, the, the word with them. And, uh, you know, Lord has opened up, up many doors. Mm. We were sitting in, uh, uh, in, in a China at the airport waiting for my uh, uh, plane and it got delayed, so I had to ask. Uh, uh, I just asked a, a random str- stranger uh, if they were from Mongolia. Yes, and and I said, could you make a call and tell my contacts that we won't be late? And so I gave her a little business card that we had made, and uh, in uh, on the back of it, I had wrote in Mongolian free tracks and books and CDs, and just email me if you if you need more information and. She uh-huh. kind of smiled when she read it because the word track was translated wrong and it, it said uh, it was translated as intestinal organs. So she thought I, for a second I was trafficking human body parts, you know, because uh, <laughs> I was offering free tracks, intestinal tracks and stuff. And, and we and had a good laugh and, and we became good friends <laughs> and uh, she has now become uh, one of our main translators there in Mongolia. Oh, wow. And you use... And to initially translate the business card, you use Google Translate. Right? Yeah, so. yeah, we, because Google uh, had just just uh, added Mongolian to a language, uh-huh. so uh, I didn't have anybody to do any translating. So I just wrote it in English and I asked Google to translate it for me. But uh, you know, they didn't didn't use a word that was appropriate. But uh, yeah. <laughs> through it all, God God opened the door, mm-hmm. and uh, I arrived the second trip. I, I believe it was and. Uh, that first trip, we had baptized a man and his wife and his daughter, and we, uh, to the baptism, came about three or four other ministers, a group of about 11, 12 people, okay. and we shared the word at the water for, I spent quite a good time showing them in the scriptures and how, how the early church started with Jesus and, and how he started his church. To be a part of that church, we had to go back to the way things Jesus did it. Mm -hmm. And after we were done, all 11 of them, they all wanted to be baptized. And and so when we came back the the second time, or or one translator, the main uh, older gentleman there, he had had a stroke and he couldn't talk. And so I asked this, this, uh, this little Buddhist translator, Sister Nancy, uh, if she could help us out. This is the one that we had met there in, in China. Uh-huh. So she translated about five services, and after the last service, she, she just said, I, I want to receive this Lord Jesus too. And she, she oh, gave her wonderful. life to the Lord and became a, a Christian. And, 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 you know, and she's been a real blessing uh, in the work of the Lord over there. Oh, that's wonderful. It's yeah. amazing how the Lord works. You, know, you, you go and you, you don't know what to expect when you get off that plane and you don't know what's going to happen. Maybe you have an idea of what you'd like to see happen, but God has, God has yeah. a total, totally other different idea, but it's marvelous. The plan well, is marvelous. Well, and that's the thing you, you don't know when we, we arrive, we don't have a, a church uh, or a pastor yep. or a specific meetings lined up or host. It's mm-hmm. just, 
every day you're just kind of waiting, Lord, where would you have me go now? You know, I, uh, what, what should I do? Here's your servant. And, and uh, it's just amazing how God keeps opening up the different doors. But it takes uh, a lot of just walking straight by faith because we yeah. just don't know. We, we know we don't have anybody making a lot of arrangements naturally and plans for us. So uh, uh, you just have to <laughs> trust the Lord and, and say, you know, direct my footsteps today. Yeah, it's quite a different missions trip, you know, than sometimes what you what you hear about, you know, when folks go to Africa where there's many established churches or or or, yeah. or, or South America, you know, that a lot of times that's more of a uh, uh, evangelistic missions trip. Yeah. Uh this is groundwork, you know, it's footwork. It's you you, you go and you wonder is there going is there going to be anything to do today? <laughs> but you go forward and God begins to open the door, and as it keeps rolling, now you're wondering how in the world you're going to get everything done that you need yeah. to get done within a yeah. month's space of time. We so. visited one village uh, uh, on one trip, uh-huh. and then the following, uh, the last trip, or this trip before when I went with my wife, uh, Della, I arrived. I went a four-hour train ride back into that village. only thing I had on my iPad was a picture of a, a lady and a storekeeper. So I showed the taxi driver my iPad, and I, I just showed him a steering wheel, and I said, you know, take me to this place, because it's a very small town. So he pondered for a while. <laughs> yes. So he took me there, and when I arrived there, I said, hey, uh, I was here last year, and I uh, I want to go see this pastor that invited us. And they said, well, she passed away. I said, oh, no. So I said, what about her husband? Well, she was gone, and there was two other contacts we had, and they were gone. And I said, well, now why did God send me to this town again? I really <laughs> felt led to go. And then a different lady walked in into the store, and she said, hey, I had a dream. Because oh, uh, she had saw me the last year. She says, I had a dream, and, and I, I asked the Lord, where, where is this Dan man from Canada? And uh, she said, the Lord told her he's, he's coming back to this town with a big group of people. And then she said, well, what am I supposed to do when he gets here? And then, then the Lord told her, you take him to such and such a place. Uh, uh, and and, and uh, I said to her, okay. I said, well, where's that place that you were supposed to take me? She said, well, it's not very far. Come follow me. <laughs> and so she took us to another uh, pastor's place that was up on the third floor of a rickety old building. They had a little church group up there. And she took me there. And the Lord has opened up some wonderful doors there. So when you don't know where to go and what to do, and a total stranger walks in and says, the Lord told me to take you over there. I says, well, I says, Lord, praise the Lord. You know, yeah. we're thankful for that God still can lead, lead and guide and direct us. Yeah, amen. That's, that's marvelous. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Lord. So let's, let's, let's keep going with this, with this thought. Talk, talk to me. Talk to me about how, where is Mongolia at today? You know what, what what's taking place? Um, I know Brother Lukram had some trouble getting back in the in the country, and he did end up getting back there, and he spent uh, uh, quite a bit of time there of late. And t- tell me what happened, what went on, and where where it's at today. Yes, um, you know we've had some um, wonderful doors opened up. You know we went to a different another village here all all our contacts uh, they had been told not to let us preach because we weren't cleared and authorized by the by the religious leaders 
And uh, so my son and I, we were walking down the street, and he says, well, Dad, what, what are we going to do today? Everything, all the doors are closed. And I says, I don't know. I says, we'll just walk, keep on walking down the street. And the first little restaurant we get to, we're going to sit down and have a coffee and think things over. And then we sat down at the little restaurant, and the owner, restaurant owner says, what are you doing here? I says, well, telling people about Jesus Christ <laughs> and, uh, and, and eternal life. And he says, well, how long does it take to get eternal life? I says, you can have it right now. And uh, after a few hours, he, he got on his knees, and he accepted the Lord. And, and then we knew why God had closed some doors and opened others. And, but right now, you know, every trip that we've gone, last uh, trip, we baptized quite a few people. We had baptized like 19 people. But uh, the biggest thing is, is we have, there is no books and tapes and mm -hmm. CDs or anything. There's not even a pastor or a church that we can kind of leave these people with. And so it's a, that's a challenge right now as we're trying to get the message translated so that we can leave them something that to, to grow and to, to yeah. nurture and, and uh, so we've got a couple messages that we've, we've translated now. It, it needs to be Wonderful. proofread, but, okay. you know, people are, they, they proofread two or three pages, and then they, 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 they say they can't do this, they don't agree with it. And, mm -hmm. and so there's been a lot of challenges. You know, by God's grace, it, it's, it's uh, growing slowly. You know, we might have baptized 40 or 50 people already, and, hey, and this wonderful. trip they said there's more waiting to be baptized and there's two or three families that are they're listening to that they have the tape message in, in russian okay. and so they can understand russian and some okay. english and so little by little it, it, it's it's coming you know and mm -hmm. uh but really we're praying for god to raise up laborers there that Amen. somebody that can really be anchored and and, and get a hold uh, of, of of the of the word and, and then share that with the with the rest of their country yeah, exactly. We're going to end part one of our interview with Brother Dan Fair right there. Thank you so much for listening. If you have questions, you can go to ptmradio.com and you can email us from there. You can also call in and leave a message at 612-293-6846. We'd love to hear from you. If you have a testimony, uh, we can take that message that you leave and play it. Uh, on the radio and if you have questions we can respond to that as well so we appreciate your listening and please share this ptmradio.com with your friends may the lord richly bless you <laughs>